What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com at EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1, HAM in the numeral one, and by GetRoman.com slash HAM. Get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. And by SeatGeek, download the app, promo code HAM for $10 off. Back to the terrestrial radio days. You think about this, John. The Niners went 8-8 eight and eight in 2014. They went 5-11 and 11 in 2015. We crushed them that entire year. They went two and fourteen in twenty sixteen. We crushed them that entire year. They went six and ten in twenty seventeen. They got crushed for most of that year, uh, but they got Jimmy. Then they went four and twelve last year. It was a disaster. And here they are at three and zero. So they spent a lot of time getting crushed. Monday night football is going to be the biggest football game the Niners have played in terms of just hype and build up since when? Since Jim Harbaugh was the coach of the team. Jim Harbaugh has not been the coach of the 49ers since 2014 or the he, 2014 he's been, season. He, he's on his fifth season at Michigan. I think sometimes when you say that out loud, like even like, oh, Jay Gruden's just coming down the home stretch of his three years. Jay Gruden's been there six years. Like some guys have been there longer, and it feels like, what? doesn't feel that long, but it is that long. Like you said, is it the biggest game in the history of Levi's? Or would you say the national championship for Bama Clemson last year was probably the biggest but, game? Okay, but that does, that's yeah, not what we're really talking given about. A, given a Niner game, I would say by a country mile, it's the biggest game. Well, well one, just because let me ask you. they well, haven't. On, let they, me ask you this. They haven't played the they, primetime game that mattered there to no, me. No, but I mean, they started 7-4 and four under Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, but I'd last year. But the elephant in the room, and we knew it, and I think fans, like, as the season went on, started to come to grips with it, he was going to be gone. So it's like they no, were, I know, but what? I, yeah, but at seven and four, week twelve, like you have a shot at getting in the playoffs. Do you have their schedule in front of you that year? Yeah. So they go seven and four. Then do they lose the Raiders to go seven and five? Lose the Seahawks to go seven and five. Where at home? Okay, bad loss. Go to Oakland. Go lose to the Raiders in Oakland. Seven and six. Go to Seattle. Lose seven and seven. Lose at home to San Diego in OT. I was there at that game. Do you know so they, was that the last? Could, could, it, would nine wins have gotten them into the playoffs that year? Do you know that I think game? Detroit was the Ka- sixth seed. Kaepernick hit like an eighty-yard run 
and they were up, and somehow Rivers brought them back late in the game, and then I, I left late in the game. I didn't even see overtime. I mean, that was a crippling loss. Well, here's the thing. Detroit was 11-5 and five as the sixth seed, and Arizona was 11-5 and five as the five seed. So they were out of playoff contention at that point. So it was one of those all years like, where the two teams well, were I guess, I guess if Detroit had lost their last two games, whatever, maybe someone remembers that playoff race better than me. But you're right. That story, by that point, it was over. Yeah. You had that game as a fan, you think? Which one? As a Niner fan? Just being the Niner fan that you are? Um, I was just there. I, I have friends that have tickets. You know, I get invited so, to more Niner games than I ever do Raider games. I, you know, I go to whatever. I'm always open to go to games. Just your bias me. is showing. All right, look. So the point is this team's been crushed for a long time by us, which gets forgotten. And so we are relishing the opportunity to have a team in this situation, which is the situation they're in. I don't love them five and a half, but as you said earlier, and this is what we'll get to the Raiders, but you were just saying to me before we started, the fact is John Gruden has beaten Frank Reich and Matt Nagy in back-to-back weeks. Like, that's happened. Well, talk about this Niner game in that context. Kyle Shanahan against Freddie Kitchens. Like, Kyle Shanahan has this job because he's better than 30 Freddie Kitchens, or at least, I mean, I don't even think we have to say that's what we think. We know that. And he's at home. But Freddie's got good players. Yeah. I, but this is the deal. Like, this is this is where the coaching comes in. Well, what's what's Andy's record? He's been a head coach, I think, for like 20 years. And I'm pretty sure coming into this year, he was like 18-1. and one. Maybe he finally lost his second game a couple years ago, so maybe he's like 17-2. and two. But it's one of the, like his defining attributes as a coach. Like, you give Andy extra time, he crushes you. So, last go. Uh, this is the stat. is from 2018. He was 16-3. and three. So I, you know, at that point, yeah, well, I'm so over there. I pushed that a little higher. Would you say 18 I was like, and one? I was like 30 and one, you know, 77 and four. Like your numbers don't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, I always just lean crazy. Okay, but he's really good, right? 16 and three, really good. Kyle Shanahan. If we haven't really been one. We'll have to update that stat. Because like, is it is it more fair to judge Kyle Shanahan? Because I think the number is like when Jimmy Garoppolo starts, he is. He's three and zero this year. He was one and two last year. That's four and two, and then he was five and zero that last year. So he's nine and two. Like, is is it is it fair to judge him in that bubble, separate from the other bubble? Because if you look at him and you go, well, Kyle, when Jimmy he has Jimmy as his quarterback, he's a nine and two coach. So I mean, you're expected to win home games off a of bye. To me, it's just that simple. Like that's the most basic. You're expected to win home games off a of bye. That's why you go on. That's why the Raiders' win today was so crazy. You you stay... Did they stay on the East Coast? Oh, yeah. They just fucking flew over there for the week. So, like, you went to Indy, and then you flew to England, where you were there all week, like cars going to Tottenham games, and they're just there all goddamn week, and then they kick the shit out of the Bears. That's really impressive. To me, it's the opposite when you lose a game at home off a of bye. To me, is if Jimmy plays the whole thing... Even if like, you just gotta win this game, like when the it's you gotta win. It's just that simple. You have to win this home game. Now it doesn't mean like I don't know if they're more talented than the Browns because the Browns do have uh, freaks. Like they got dudes, right? And, and their quarterback, I think he's flawed, but he can get into a rhythm. He can get hot and he can make plays. And they just have guy. Do you know they're starting an undrafted free agent at corner, like the dude that's taken because Verrett's now on injured reserve. It's this guy from, uh, I forget what even school he's from. He's an undrafted free agent. Is starting at outside corner. Now, Richard Sherman has said a couple times, I think his last name is Mosley. Richard Sherman said a couple times, 
Mahomes is just fucking firing down this field like it is a video game guy. Uh, uh, Richard's like, well, it, you guys think it's crazy? I just read this quote, and it, you know, it's just this is what players say when they like guys. We knew in practice, like we thought he was ready last year. Like we we think this guy is really good, and that's isn't that pretty typical? Anyone in that situation where most fans haven't heard of the guy, the famous yeah. teammate will speak highly of him, likes him, right, whatever. Right. But he, the guy might be decent, but he's an undrafted free agent going up against Odell Beckham. That that's. That's what I kind of got circled to this thing. Probably yeah, even well, more than Miles Garrett. But that excuse isn't going to hold if Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams, who are both questionable and didn't practice all week for Cleveland, don't play. I agree. Which is your point, ultimately, right? There is no excuse. Like, yeah, they got good players, but you should have the better coach. You are coming off a bye, and you're at home. Like, could I use the excuse Akeem Hicks got knocked out with a broken elbow five minutes in? And that's why they got run over? No. That's not what I'm going to use. They got their ass kicked. You just just get the job. That's the great part about the NFL. Like, in, in college, there are style points involved, right? Because you're like, ah, oh, there's going to be, let's say there's seven one-loss teams and one undefeated team. Style points are going to play into it. They, they just are. We're in the, no one gives a shit in the NFL. It's wins, losses, and tiebreakers. No one right. ever argues like, what we do argue is, well, you shouldn't have lost that home game to the Dolphins. We never go, well... You know, that one win you had just wasn't quite... That's not the way we talk about the National Football League. So you, you will, at the end of this year, if you're 9-7 and seven and you miss the playoffs by one, be like, well, you lost that Browns fucking home Monday night game by 20 points. You got your ass kicked off a bye. Or vice versa. If you're 11-5, and you are like, yeah, you earned that three seed when you were kicking ass. So I, I just... I think this game is, is massive. I, I also think it's... The Niners are lucky that this is like, I guess it would be really cool if it was Seattle or L.A., but I would say any one of those non-teams to get a non-traditional like powerhouse, like an Eagles, a Patriot, a team like that, this is about as good as you're going to get of just, they got a lot of buzz to them. You know, they are just right, kind right. of a, it's like throwing on the Houston Rockets or whatever. I mean, they're less accomplished. You know what I'm saying, though. They're just, they got these really famous players. Well, they've it, gotten more attention than the 49ers have this year. And that's you, not, I'm not complaining. I just, you know, I'm not that I am not that fan. Yeah, that's, we know those guys exist. Wouldn't How you, come they don't talk about us? Would, I, I think it's fair to say. And I, I, I want the local broadcasters. And I think it's kind of earned. Wouldn't you say they're a top three or four talked about team this year? Odell Beckham, Baker. Yeah, just, I mean. A lot of people just predicting them to be really good. Course, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, yes. I mean, guy, they I, I, aren't like four of their first Talked six about games through the offseason because they got Odell. Talked about through the preseason, offseason because they got Odell. Baker, yeah, you're right. Primetime a lot. Cleveland just always does, like, I think there's a reason when you turn on your radio, you, NFL radio. Actually, I'm pretty sure Sirius NFL radio does a dog pound hour, like one night a week with Bernie Kosar. Wouldn't shock Like, me. the Browns get it. Like, Colin doesn't talk about Baker all the time because, like, it's just a personal uh, agenda of his, but it doesn't rate. Why? I, one thing I think is pretty clear, like when LeBron was there and now the Baker's there, if you go all in on him, I don't know how many people live in Cleveland. Well, Cleveland against the world is powerful. It, doesn't it feel like everyone in Ohio will click on to your thing and listen? <laughs> John, the election comes down to the state every four years. I know. So. It's like you can talk shit about the land or whatever. They do move the needle somehow. You're right. Colin talks about them. They're the number one swing state of uh, – it's like Hillary had LeBron up there, still couldn't win it. 
But yeah, you're right. I, I, I think we have underestimated. I keep wanting to say that. Is it the city? Yes, yeah, the city of Cleveland, state of Ohio. State of Ohio is a powerful place, man. Chappelle lives there. Yeah. I, I always say, like, I'd want my kid to go to the SEC. I think it'd be kind of cool if he went to Ohio State. Campus looks um, cool. Look, here's the reality is, like, the, the, in the division, there's, like, the, the Rams of law. Like, teams, I, I think I'll be interested Tuesday morning when we're talking about this game, kind of what things feel like, depending on what happens, particularly what things feel like if they lose. Uh, if they win, it, like, it'll feel good, more so, I think, because they're 4-0. If they lose, I'll be interested to see what it looks like and what the reaction is. Well, it'll think, feel pretty. It'll feel worse than three and one looks on paper. I do think you could have a loss where you play really well, where we'd be like, "That's a bad loss because you're coming off a bye." But you can still think they're a good team. You get your ass kicked, it'd be like, "Well, for the first time, you played a really talented team and you couldn't hang." I just, don't, John, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. I can't close my eyes and see the 49ers play a game in which they play well and lose. And that's not to say – I'm not saying they, they're just better than the Browns. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, well, what, are the Browns going to score on – does, does that mean the Browns are the best part of the Niners team right now? Their defensive pass rush is not doing enough to stop Cleveland from scoring? Or does it mean that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't look – I just – how do you play well? Either you get out-dueled by Baker and Freddie Kitchens or – yeah, I don't. I don't well, know. I to me, to me, it's just this simple. You should have the Jimmy should outplay Baker. He should be a better player than Baker. Yeah, no, I understand. What I'm saying is, I have a hard time seeing the game where they lose, and I go, you know what? But they look good. I don't know how that. To me, if they look good, they should win this football game. I so, think. To me, am I wrong? One hundred percent. It's a great part of it. The NFL stakes are high, and uh, you get judged on these games. I, I think also, guy, the reality is a primetime games, fair or not. Unless you're like the Patriots or the Chiefs now, like we're, as we're recording this, the Chiefs just kicked the field goal three nothing. Whether they win this game by forty to nothing or lose thirty five to twenty five, there's not going to be a huge referendum on the Chiefs. And I think it's pretty well established, right? They are who they are. Them and the Patriots. I'd say every other team, though, in the NFL right now, every other team beside the thirty two, beside those two teams, that are pretty well established, what they are, definitely the Pats, but. It's- I'd even put the Chiefs in there now. Do you not? Yeah. I think it's a great point because even though Twitter wants you to think that Garoppolo's already like top five MVP for the season, um, and we both really like him on this podcast, uh, I think the NFL, by and large, I would guess most people listening to this that are not emotionally tied for or against the 49ers are, are just reasonably skeptical of them, right? Don't you feel that way? Which the is, league is Which is fair. Re, they, they think they could be good because the hype was coming in, but I think people are still kind of – a little skeptical. And I think part of that is what we talked about last week, how good the Rams and Seahawks looked on Thursday night football. I just think that you get judged infinitely harder by everybody. Us, the national, whoever. Fans on Thursday night, Sunday night, but definitely Thursday night and Monday night. Because the one thing with Sunday night, it's obviously a highly, you're just, there's so much football all day. So it's like you, if you're a Raider fan watching this game or you're a Pat, you're just thinking about a lot of other stuff. You're just kind of enjoying the game. Where I think Thursday night and Monday night, the casual fans kind of come into the game with takes. Like, I, I want to see – I got some opinions, like, as things are happening. Just because you're just – it's a standalone game, guy. When you're just yeah. consumed by the other games, 
Because you'll just casually see, like, the ticker would be like, oh, God, Deshaun Watson threw five touchdowns. Or, God, the, the Falcons suck. Or, whoa, the Bears. You're just thinking about a lot of football. you got football on your mind. Right. It's like you always or say. on your phone. Like, one thing, the reason Larry Scott has just thrown his hat in the ring, and it, and it is fair, that Saturday morning, I, I, it's kind of hit me these last probably three weeks, that Saturday morning with Clatt and Gus feels fucking massive. Like, having a game there for the Pac-12 it's not a terrible idea. I get where they're coming from. Like it's right, right. it's a big fucking deal. It's wouldn't doesn't it feel like it's one of the more talked about games every week all day? That game. Now, granted, it's usually huge teams, but although it hasn't, re- there've been some games recently that it's, right now it's a lot of like Ohio State against. I think this year, this week is the Red River Shootout. But yeah, but I'm just saying like Michigan, like they get it's just a powerful branding spot on Fox. Right. Boom in the morning, right. Like, just, it gets all day long, your highlights, halftime on ABC all day long. Uh, I think that's part of the thing. And that's the thing that Thursday night and Monday night have is you get to own, if you win, you get to own a day, right? You get to own Tuesday. So you play well, own Tuesday. Yeah. Own Tuesday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.